Get ready for your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation from spiritual entrepreneurs that carry the love and experience to help you find happiness regardless of how your morning starts. Sit back with a coffee or tune in during your morning commute and manifest with us. You're listening to Inspirational Morning with your host, Victoria Scanlon. Hello and welcome back. I am so incredibly excited to be able to speak to you guys again. I cannot believe that I have not recorded in so long. It's been, let me look at my fake watch, about a year and two months since our last episode, I think. And that's just crazy, but it feels so right to be in front of this computer recording another podcast for you guys. This is one of my favorite outlets I've ever created. I love connecting with you guys and speaking on the manifestations of the moon. So welcome back. If there's any previous listeners, thank you so much. And if there's any new listeners, hello and welcome to our community. Um, I have a couple quick updates before we get into the current new moon. We closed our CBD shop, which I had spoken so much about in our previous episodes because I think I started this podcast before we even had our store. I made episodes all throughout conducting the store being open for two years, and then I haven't spoken to you guys since before we closed. So we closed the CBD shop. Um, Our landlord was just kind of not the greatest person. Um, long story short, there was a lot of really fraudulent things going on and it really put my business into a tight spot. So to bring love and light and flowing energy back to my business, we closed down that location. In the meantime, I've gotten my real estate license, which is such an exciting new development in my life. Um, We moved to Perrysburg into a cleaner, better home, and I am so excited. And I think The most important thing I could tell you guys as an update is that I am now a mother. I don't think I've made an episode since I found out I was pregnant last year, but I'm a mom. We had our son, our first and last baby. His name is Sterling Alexander Westmeyer. He is probably the most wonderful person I've ever met in my entire life. Like, I never planned to have kids, but he's such a wonderful, intelligent, beautiful soul. It's like the craziest thing in my life I've ever experienced. But yes, we have a son, me and Tyler. Um, I believe Tyler wants to be in a future episode, so maybe he can speak on being a dad. But he is the stay-at-home parent, and I work two jobs. And it is a very cool dynamic, kind of opposite of what our boomer parents think life should be. Um, But yeah, we had a baby, closed the store, and I'm a realtor. So that is the update of life. But I recently got an iPad, and I have been listening to a lot of podcasts lately on real estate and on, you know, manifestations and kind of just like finding your center and becoming balanced within yourself, kind of like what we talk about here all the time. And I just kind of picked up on our podcast Because when I was recording them for two years, I was just kind of listening to them on my own accord, and I used our podcast as a center for myself all the time, constantly. So now finally having an iPad to listen to Apple Podcasts, podcasts, I finally picked it back up, and it kind of just made me remember how much I love podcasting. It's like the craziest, most beautiful thing out of having a CBD site and business or a blog or any of the weird entrepreneurial things I've picked up in life, this is one of my favorites. And I just couldn't believe that I stopped doing it because there's so much we could have talked about. But here we are. And welcome. (laughs) Um, Jumping into our podcast, though, we 
just passed last night a Pisces new moon, which is a cool way to jump back into it, I think. But um, I hope that you guys did your new moon manifestation practices. I definitely did and will be tonight after work. As we've talked about previously, new moons are a great way for a fresh cleanse for the new month. And our new moon, Pisces new moon, is also ironically at the very beginning of March on the 2nd. So, I mean, what can you do? In case you haven't tuned in before and read those or heard those episodes, you can do many things for the new moon, but it is a beautiful cleansing time of like letting go of the past and moving forward into the future with a good mindset. So Epsom salt baths, any type of meditation practice that calls to you in the moment, journaling especially are all great self-care activities that can help you let go and move forward with gratitude and fresh energy. I, in my practice, my spiritual practice, it is very important to be in tune with the moon cycles, which is why our podcast is what it is. Because when you are inside, or when you are in tune with those moon cycles of your earth, um, it just kind of helps you flow with the natural energy of everything, right? Even if you're not paying attention to it, you're unintentionally flowing with those energies anyways. So by paying attention and cleansing in the new moon, reaping the benefits of what you sow on the full moon, etc., it is very beautiful. I tend to see that when I don't pay attention on the full moons, I'm just kind of in a crazy mood. I end up being stressed and uncomfortable, especially on full moons and new moons. But when I pay attention, somehow I just seem to be much more calm and, you know, attentive to the things going on around me in my own energy and center. So by practicing these things at like Epsom salt bath meditation and journaling and stuff, you are putting yourself into a good position to move forward into the new month with fresh energy and a fresh mindset and goals and aspirations that you would like to complete or achieve, right? And the cool thing about a Pisces new moon is that there's like little to no resistance against those manifestations. Um, Pisces energy is all about connecting with what's beyond the veil of day-to-day challenge, which is perfect. That's exactly what we're looking for to start the new year, right? I mean, everybody's always focusing on wealth and health and moving forward and pardon me I've been kind of sick everybody's always focusing on wealth and health and moving forward and manifesting the things that they want and everybody's on this like manifestation kick right but there's always some kind of energy some type of moon or star or something in the world or politics going on to kind of muddle down that manifestation and slow the flow, if I could say. Um, But the Pisces energy moon is all about connecting beyond that stuff and moving forward and manifesting whatever you want. There's no resistance, which is awesome. Um, There are high vibes coming from Uranus too, which allow for more opportunities. They, the things may have been stressful lately. I would definitely say I've seen like a mix where Things are stressful, but things are also like more calm and beautiful than I've seen in two entire years. I would say 2020 for me was still a good year. 2021 was still a good year, but there was my fair share of like super stressful things going on. And I know everyone in the entire world can probably say that. Some people say it was just a completely crap time. And I'm very fortunate to say that I've 
dive deep enough into my own spiritual practice to be able to stay centered enough to enjoy life overall and stay in a good balanced place where even if stressful things are happening, I still see the overall picture that things are much bigger than whatever challenge is in front of my face and things are still good. I'm alive and healthy and beautiful. So I would say that I had a good last two years, but still had my fair share of stress. And this year has just been so much different. Like something kind of just clicked in my energy and brain and the things going on around me where things are just slowing down in a good way and kind of piecing back together and I'm kind of healing from traumas and moving forward into a way better period of life and I hope to hear that that's the same for you guys and I do see it around me with others that their life is kind of chilling as well now don't get me wrong there's always challenges there's always dark in the light and light and dark that is the law of duality right no matter what but things are just kind of calming down um it's kind of, I would say the last few months have felt like trudging through mud to manifest my intentions and kind of take care of responsibilities. But at the same time, I've known all the while that everything is kind of taken care of because things are like things are more taken care of than they have been for two years. Even if it's slow moving, it's still great. Um, so, I mean, for myself, and I also recommend to you guys practicing journaling and meditation to give yourself a boost of confidence and to help yourself let go of fear and doubt and focus on gratitude is very important for all the things I just talked about and especially moving forward. And the new moon is a great time for that. I always say that every time it is a new moon and we make an episode, I talk about letting go of things, releasing them, and then using the law of spelling, writing things out, spelling. Isn't that funny? I think I talked about how I think I talked in the past about how writing things down is called spelling for a reason. And that's why it's such a big part of manifesting something. You always want to write it down. Um, use your journal to write down your intentions and what you want to focus on and bring to your life. I think it's just so important and it's a great practice for the new moon for sure. Um, but we just have to kind of remember that the universe, no matter what, God, the universe, universal energy, whatever you believe in, because all of it is correct, knows how hard we as humans are working and knows how hard you are working and how hard I am and sees how much that we deserve love, wealth and well-being. And that's what's so crazy about challenges and stressful times and times of trauma is that I feel like we can get as humans stuck in our own mindset and stuck in kind of a loop of thinking that things are just bad and that bad things are going to happen and stuff's stressful, right? But no matter what we are thinking in the moment, the overall law of energy means that our life is for us. There is love no matter what. We are love. And I was just listening to a podcast about that recently, about how we are love, we harness it. Our energy is that of love as a human being. And no matter what, our life is made for us to be healthy, wealthy, and good and well. And You know what I'm saying? So no matter what stressors are kind of keeping you from remembering that, it's always important to sit down and recenter and focus on the fact that no matter what, we are taken care of, we always will be taken care of. And things are good, even if you don't see it. It's human nature to forget, but we are taken care of. 
And in today's segment, I kind of want to talk about grounding because it's such an essential part of cleansing under the new moon and just kind of in general, in my opinion. There's so many ways to do so too. So it's kind of like whatever works for you, whatever calls to you, you can utilize any time of the day, night, month, week, whatever. And if you're a witch, you practice witchcraft in any way. Um, You may already know about grounding with the earth um, because it's such an essential part of the practice. But anyone and anyone, anyone and everyone (laughs) can, as an energetic human, do so. Regardless of what your practice and beliefs are, you can ground because you are an energetic being on an energetic earth with an energetic star system, right? So there's four different ways that I want to talk about it. And as I said, some of you may seriously already know about this, but it's so important that you do know if you don't. Um, One of my favorite ways is with the earth. And this is the one I do the most often. Um, It just kind of calls to me. I am an earth soul, an earth person, and ironically also a Virgo. Um, so this just calls to me the most, although I do the first three methods consistently whenever it feels right. Um, but when you want to ground with the earth, all these are about visualization. So you're going to bonus points, go outside barefoot and stand on the grass. Um, you're going to breathe deeply for a few moments until it feels right. As with any meditation, you breathe until you feel good. And then you picture your heart center illuminating green. Again, whatever color feels right. But it is the earth which most associate with green. So I use green personally. Um, And you're going to imagine that illumination going throughout your body, especially from your heart center. And you're going to imagine roots extending from that area through your body down into the ground, into the core of the earth, through the dirt, and wrapping into the core of the earth. And then at that point, you can now exchange the energy with earth. And I also at this point, imagine light shooting from the top of my body through my crown chakra into the earth or up into the sky. I just kind of feel like it's a good dual balance of energy flow and protection. But at this point, you can now give any excess or bad energy that you don't want to hold anymore to the earth through that root system, or you can pull energy and life from the earth through that root system, whatever you need at the time. Um, I do a mix of those almost every single time just to kind of give an even exchange of energy, if that makes sense. Um, But this is the most, I don't want to say influential, but it's the most moving way of grounding for me. It is the most beneficial, the one that feels right to me. And I do it very often. We take a trip once a year to Hocking Hills. And at the end of our trip, it's like a two and a half hour hike through the hills up at the top of the mountains and through trees and stuff. A very, very energetically cleansing hike. It is one of my favorite. And if you want to ever try it, if you're in Ohio, it's the Conkles Hollow Um, trail up through the mountains, not mountains, but hills of Hocking Hills. But at the end of it, there's this little cliff, as there are many, but you're looking through a huge thick forest with a walkway down in between the hills, which is the easy route through these hills. And we sit at the edge of that cliff at the end of our hike, and we meditate and ground with this technique every time. 
and there's so much green lively energy there and like we give gratitude to the um we give gratitude to the forest for the cleansing energy that it has given us throughout that hike and we exchange love and energy through our heart centers with that forest so it is a beautiful thing to do as an earth person and any kind of um energy that you are whether you're a water sign or a fire sign or whatever but the next way I want to talk about is with crystals um, and I use crystals constantly throughout the day or week I carry a little um, what's it called oh, I can't remember but it's a little black crystal it's a tourmaline tourmaline is my favorite anxiety crystal I take it with me when I go to work I take it with me um, when I go into surgeries and stuff for protection and anti-anxiety relief to calm my heart down. Um, but when you want to ground with crystals, you can cha charge crystals in the sun, in the moon, and if it's safe to do so, in water. And in a future episode, I'll explain how to do it with your own body and energy, but that is also a way. And then... Um, you just carry them with you. You can use them by visualizing a transfer of energy when you need, whether you're, again, just like the earth, giving energy to the crystal that you want to let go of or channeling an energy from the crystal, depending on what that, um, that crystal harnesses because every single one of them have a different use because they're chemical makeup, right? Um, but that's a way to do it on the go or just kind of consistently. And then another one, they talk about this, what's the name of the book? They talk about it in the user's guide to the chakra system, or I've read a couple segments from it in the past, and it is my favorite book ever, but I haven't read it in a while because I let someone borrow it. So I can't remember the name, but I'll tell you in a future episode for sure. But they speak on... Um, energy grounding where you use visualization and your own energy flow through your body. So the way you're going to do that is you're going to rub your palms together, right? And when you rub your palms together, you start to feel a tingling heat. And then after doing that for a few moments, you can obviously hear me doing it now, you start to pull your hands apart very slowly. And you should feel that energy field in between your hands because one releases and flows energy out and one releases and flows energy in. And you can feel that exchange throughout the space in between your hands. So by activating it, by rubbing your palms together and pulling it apart, you can then feel it. So you're going to use visualization to see as a ball of light that energy between your hands, that energy flow. And then you can slowly open up your hands more and more and more and kind of expand and contract that energy flow. But what you want to do with that is expand it and utilize visual visualization to expand it into your body center. And then you can, sorry, I'm sick, so I got to catch my breath sometimes. <laughs> um you can then use that by putting it into your own energy center and illuminating everything. You can illuminate your entire inner and outer body and um, aura through your heart center or your solar plexus as the main flow. Um, some people feel center in their heart. Some people feel center in their solar plexus. And some people even say that they um, astral project through their solar plexus too. So 
whatever feels right to you, but then you can utilize, utilize that light visualization to cleanse anything out of your body that you don't want, um, or that doesn't vibe with you in the, in the moment or doesn't, um, help you manifest to your best self. Right. Uh, I do really like that method. It is good on the go. It's good when you're alone at home, peacefully sitting and meditating. And we've done this quite a lot with myself and Tyler and also friends because we speak about the book that mentions this all the time. I can't believe I don't remember the name of it right now or the the author, but it's it's beautiful. They talk about um, the mandala of life and how your energy centers are naturally mandalas and how you see mandalas throughout all of the earth and life in leaves and trees and atoms and our star system and everything and how you can harness and utilize the energy and of these energy centers in your body and open up the flow and kind of just become balanced and one with yourself. It's it's amazing, an amazing book. So this practice is one of the first things it talks about in that book to kind of just connect with yourself, you know, and I do like this way of grounding. And the last one is kind of, it's different. It's not something that I do, but it is something that people that I know have done because they struggle with anxiety or disassociating or panic attacks, you know what I mean? So this is a counting method and this is kind of it's a grounding method that just kind of makes you more aware of your surroundings and comes helps you come back to reality and calm down in moments of stress or panic. Um, and the way you want to do that, it says you look for five things around you that you can see, and then four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste. And by doing so, you're using your five senses and accounting method to just kind of, again, like I said, come back to reality and calm down and focus a little bit. And then I think this is most important with a breathing exercise as well. But I know people personally, other than myself, because I don't, who have used this method and say that it does help them. Very much so. So again, whatever calls to you is a method that I would recommend using. But I do these very often. I mean, I suffered with panic attacks and anxiety growing up. And even as a grown adult at 25 years old, I still have anxiety. And now that I'm a mom, I do still have anxiety about certain things. But I've been trying to focus more on calming down and centering and, you know, just being more calm overall because you don't want to show high vibe anxiety to a child. You want them to learn how to regulate their own emotions. You know what I'm saying? So by finding center in myself, I can kind of have the tools available to teach him to regulate his own emotions and anxiety as well. You know what I'm saying? But um, these are useful outside in the woods is my favorite way or in the bathtub or in your bedroom, just kind of laying down meditating or whatever feels right to you. That's the beauty of it is you can do it at any time, any place, no matter what. Um, and I used to do a quick grounding med meditation out back when I worked at Denny's. I think I worked at Denny's in like, I don't know, what was that? like 2016 and 2017. Yeah, it was like two years when I lived in Toledo with all the boys. Um, but 
in the back of that restaurant was an empty parking lot because there was just a fish store and a closed down giant eagle. <laughs> and I would just go to the back and use some of these grounding exercises to calm myself down because a restaurant is a stressful place. And you, no matter how energetically sound or balanced you are or aware of yourself and your surroundings and able to regulate your own emotions, there are stressful things that happen at a restaurant. There's rude customers or things that go wrong or a constant ever-growing like to-do list that's different all the, all the while. So things can get a little bit stressful. So when I really needed to, I would just go sit out back and practice a quick grounding exercise for two or three minutes and kind of just breathe and center myself and go right back to it. So these are useful no matter what you're doing. Um, and to add this technique to a new moon self-care regimen is a great tool to help you let go of what's keeping you tense. Ground your energy with the earth, find awareness with yourself, and then practice gratitude, journaling, or even just a simple meditation or yoga session. And that brings me to this episode's affirmation as well, which goes perfectly with this because I feel like you could utilize it in these practices. But as any affirmation, you can also just do the affirmation with a quick breathing exercise and then move on with your day. But today's affirmation is, I am rooted into the earth grounded and secure in the knowledge that all my needs are met. And like, just like every affirmation we do, it brings me chills when I say it because they're just so beautiful and like useful. I just kind of let the affirmations of each episode come to me when needed. When I'm writing the podcast notes for each episode, I just kind of am like, okay, this is the idea of what we're talking about. Let me just let things flow and see what comes to me. <clears throat> And this is what came to me this time, which is just so absolutely perfect. I am rooted into the earth, grounded and secure in the knowledge that all my needs are met. And it's so perfect right now because like I'm on this kick after having a baby of making sure his needs are met and making sure my needs are met and my household and responsibilities are taken care of, right? So by telling yourself and reminding yourself that the universe is here for you, your, that your life, everything about being alive, your everything is just here for you. Your life is what you make it. People say that all the time. The energy you put out, the things you say to yourself and out loud to program your subconscious belief, everything is what you make it. So by allowing yourself to believe and understand that you are grounded and secure and that all your needs are always met even in times of challenge and stress is so beneficial and so moving. It's been a great aid to me in my practice lately, reminding myself of that and it calls to me in a sense that it's exactly what I need while on a journey of finding myself again and finding comfort in my life, my body, and myself. Um, it was so racking to have a child and there were so many changes happening at the same time when I had a child, when I had Sterling, um, right all at the same time, I closed the store, got a whole bunch of debts because the way that all happened, just to give a brief explanation, Square 
sent out an application to everybody that was processing with them and they were not accepting applications and locking people's money away. And I am fortunate and unfortunate because I only had about three grand locked in there, but I still had three grand locked in there and I couldn't take any payments from my clients. I couldn't restock product and I couldn't do anything because my only payment processor for cards, which everybody pays with nowadays, was locked up. So it was very stressful. So very quickly within 30 days, right before having Sterling, I made a quick decision like, okay, I am not going to allow myself to accumulate debt because of what's going on here. I'm going to bring a comfortable flow to my business, my life, my responsibilities, and the new life that I'm creating for my child by not letting things stay tense and build up debt. I'm going to close this down and reconfigure and come back to it in the future when things are better. And that's exactly what I did. And at the, that same time, we were trying to move out of our current home and into a better home. I think that's just kind of part of the nesting that mothers do when they are pregnant. But I saw all the things wrong with where we were and wanted a better home for my child, which we are very, very fortunate to be in now. I love Perrysburg. And then I had my child. So it was very, very life-changing moves life-changing challenges and things happening in my life all at the same time. And having a child in itself is so crazy. Your entire energetic system is changing. Your hormones are changing. Your body's changing. Your mindset's changing. Like everything is so crazy. And if you're a mom or a parent, you get it. If you're not a mom or a parent, you still have an understanding. But I, in my experience, you truly don't understand until you have a child. And I never really understood that at all. Like I just didn't get anything about what parenthood is or what they go through until I had a baby. And it is a very moving, crazy thing that happens to you. So after that happens, you know, you push them out, you make all these changes and life settles down a little bit, but everything's different and you are different. My energy, my body, my hormones, everything about my body was different and trying to settle down. And then I had surgery to tie my tubes and it's like things were just crazy. So I've had to practice a lot of recentering, um, letting go of the things that keep me tense, taking care of my life, my responsibilities and my body so that I could find center and comfort in myself. And even if you didn't go through similar crazy things like I did. I still think for a lot of people, this is a period of those exact focuses, right? I mean, I hear it in everybody around me. So it's beautiful. And to kind of go back to the point, that affirmation is perfect for anybody in every single day and every way. Um, and I do want to talk about motherhood because, wow, like I know that I have parents that listen and I know I have people who either plan to have children or never plan to have children, as I didn't. But being a parent is crazy. It's so beautiful, so energetically moving, and also the hardest thing in the world. Like, everybody's asked me since I've had him, how do you feel? How is having a baby? And I straight up tell them, because I've never been a liar, it is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Out of 
anything I could tell you I've been through, this is the hardest thing I've ever done, but also the most beautiful thing I've ever done. As I said before, it racked my body and my energy. I've had to heal, recenter, focus, meditate, and find myself again. I got chunky. I've been tired. I've been working harder. And it's just, it's crazy. It's stressful. I never planned on having a child and doing this, but I'm so happy to have brought Sterling into the world. I love him. He's wonderful. Um, and I did, I did tie my tubes, though, because one is plenty. My body did not handle birth well at all. So just to put it out there, all the moms listening, I love you. You are a warrior goddess. You are so strong and so wonderful. And I hope that every single one of you out there that hears this episode as a mother had the support that you needed in your partner and your family because having a child is so crazy. But the energetic connection to soul and to the universe is into the whole while creating a child is wild. Bringing a child into the world through your body is wild and raising an entire human being to become aware of himself or herself and the world around them, the energy they harness and what things are like to just see them discover that they have hands and to see them discover that they can try to sit up and that we move around freely and that they can learn to do so as well or to learn how to eat or communicate or speak is just so beautiful and so wild. So kudos to every parent in the world for sure because creating a whole human and teaching them everything from scratch is hard but beautiful and wonderful and energetically moving absolutely. So you like me as a person, I become a whole new person. I'm a mother There are new things to focus on and new challenges in my life, but new beauties in my life as well. And after having a baby, it takes about eight months of like settling and your hormones settling and coming back to normal or what is now normal. So this episode and this new moon is very influential in my life and probably in everybody else's life as well. But... If you would like an episode of speaking on connecting with baby energetically while they're in the womb or even healing after, because there are so many things that have helped me or the mothers around me, I would be happy to do so. Just let me know. Um, You could go to my social medias and let me know there. It's always in the episode notes. Um, And if you would like to meet If you'd like to see and meet my baby, you can also go to my social medias and see what Sterling looks like. He's the handsomest baby ever. (laughs) I love him so much. Um, But yeah, I have to get to work and go make some money. So I will see you guys in the next episode. And I just want to say that I'm so grateful to be here and to speak with you guys. Even if I do kind of sound like a troll because I'm sick, I know you can hear it. I'm all stuffy and like scratchy but this podcast is one of the most beautiful things I've ever had the opportunity to do other than being a mom Uh, when it comes to entrepreneurial ideas and manifestations this is the coolest it's the focus of this podcast and the people I've met through this podcast and being able to listen to it to help myself is something that is so beautiful and joyous so to realize that it's been a year before 
before I sat down and formulated a new episode is just crazy to me. But to see that there's still listeners enjoying what I've created and put out there is wonderful. And to go back to my past episodes and see how influential they are to me when I listen to them is just means that I've done a good job. So I'm so grateful if there's any past listeners that saw this episode pop up and kind of tuned in. And I'm incredibly grateful for all the new people that this reaches. And hopefully it came out at the right time for you. Happy new Pisces moon. Happy March. Happy 2020. I cannot believe it's 2020 already. I'm tw- I'm going to be 26 this year. I'm old. But that's awesome. I've done so many cool things in my life. Like you hit a point in your life where you're like, wow, (laughs) I've been through all the things. I've done so many cool things and life is getting awesome now that I'm 25, 26 years old. So yeah, I will see you guys in the next episode, probably sometime next week. And I don't know what I want to talk about yet, but I can't wait to speak with you. And I will also have Tyler on the next episode or the episode after because I love the dynamic of speaking together. So if you want to see Tyler back, let me know. Um, And I will see you guys soon. Thank you so much for tuning in and have a beautiful, beautiful, wonderful day.